0: Welcome to Coach & Grow with V podcast. I'm your host, Virginie de Malavoie, and in this podcast, we'll explore different ways of becoming the best version of yourself through coaching and developing your inner self. Every month, we'll dive into new techniques and methods to help you change your perception, increase self-awareness, and ultimately feel better. Learning to become your best self is essential and we'll discuss how it can lead to a deeper understanding of your strengths, weaknesses, and behavior patterns. Join us on this fascinating journey of self-discovery and growth. Welcome, everyone, to another empowering episode of Coach & Grow with V. I'm your host, V, and I'm thrilled to deep dive into a topic that's not just a buzzword, but a way of life, authenticity. In a world filled with filters and facades, thank you TikTok and Instagram, finding and embracing your true self can be a transformative journey. What does it mean to navigate a life of meaning and success despite what life throws at you? Today, we're delving into the various layers of authenticity, exploring the essence of living with confidence and connecting with the most genuine version of yourself. So brace yourself for thoughtful insights and the usual practical tips that can inspire your personal growth journey. But before we dive in, a quick reminder to hit that subscribe button and share the love. Let's get the party started. When I was thinking about the topic for the next episode of the Coach and Grow With Me podcast, I was torn between two subjects close to my heart. The first topic centered around sharing my thoughts on being an authentic person and making mindful choices. The second topic I considered was around vulnerability, a key emotion that we often tend to conceal. Ultimately, I decided to delve deeper into the first topic, what it means to be authentic or inauthentic. Rest assured, the topic of vulnerability will be addressed in our upcoming episode. Being authentic is living your life according to your own values and goals, rather than those of other people. In other words, authenticity means you're true to to your own personality and values, regardless of the pressure that you're under to act otherwise. To me, it seems like being aware of your inner experiences, motives, beliefs, and values. However, after delving further into authenticity, I began to wonder whether it's not merely a personal quality or personal trait, but rather an emotion. It exhibits many attributes commonly associated with emotions, like it generates effects, like the feel-good part. It fluctuates. There are times when we feel authentic and others when we don't. It is hard to predict. It is influenced by our progress with our goals. We feel authentic when we align our actions with our values, beliefs, and motives. It triggers opposite emotions such as fear, threat, disappointment, or even disgust. And it is largely subjective. Authenticity means showing up or not showing up. Whatever you feel, think, or do in the moment is authentic, even if it's not what you want to be feeling, thinking, or doing. You are being authentic when you are showing up with confidence, taking unnecessary risks, worrying about others' opinion, or even when you show up and find yourself judging everyone around you. Your actions and interactions define your authenticity. So are you living a truly, genuinely, honestly, fully authentic life? The clear answer is yes. You're being authentic in every situation, every relationship, and every decision you make. There might be times when you feel inauthentic, like a fraud or an imposter, like the famous imposter syndrome. However, authenticity itself, it's not the issue. Perhaps you don't like certain aspects of yourself, or you haven't succeeded in managing others' impressions of you, or even you believe you can do more with your life, or you're tired of hiding your true self. Discovering the underlying causes of feeling inauthentic paves the way for real balance and growth. Let's dive into how we can do that with five key points. Key point number one, discovering your true north. What is this thing? Do you ever feel like you're just going along for the ride that is your life? Are you looking for a sense of direction or purpose? I mean, who hasn't? It could be time for you to th- find your true north that inner sense of what you want to accomplish in life, that calling keeps you on the right track to being your authentic self. Authentic leaders are vital for a team to be successful. And for leaders to really be authentic, they need to discover their true north. The phrase discover your true north was originated by Harvard Business School professor and author Bill George in his best-selling book by the same name. Just as a compass points, At a fixed point on the globe, your personal true north pulls you forward. It guides you on your path to your destination and helps you stay on track to become the best person and the best team leader you can be. It's a combination of your purpose and your beliefs. You decide what you value most in life and put that at the forefront. Once you're aware of your inner self sense, you're one step closer to answering your calling. Your true north is unique to you. No matter how similar they are, no two people will have the same true north. It represents you as a person on the deepest level. I'll give you some two examples of true north. So the first example could be, despite facing numerous challenges in the corporate world, Jessica always prioritized honesty, integrity, and social responsibility. Her commitment to these values served as her true north, getting her decisions and actions ultimately leading to a successful career built on trust and ethical leadership. Another one could be, Max True North was his dedication to environmental sustainability. Throughout his career, he consistently made choices that align with his commitment to reducing eco- ecological impact. From advocating for green initiatives in his workplace to actively participating in conservation effort outside of work, Max True North guided him to make decisions that reflected his deep-seated values for a more sustainable and eco-friendly world. The second point that can help you feel or become authentic is navigating vulnerability. Professor and author Brené Brown suggests that vulnerability is an important measure of courage, and that it always sorry—that it allows you to be seen and understood by the people who are important in your life. Brown adds that being vulnerable serves as a way to foster authenticity, belongingness, and love. Authenticity often walks hand-in-hand with vulnerability. Opening up, being real, and embracing vulnerability can be a superpower in personal and professional relationships. The real talk, I would say. In a world that often celebrates perfection, sharing your authentic self, including your struggles and imperfections, fosters genuine connections. I won't dive deeper into that topic, not to spoil our next episode, but here are some examples of what does vulnerability look like. Taking chances that might lead to rejection. Talking about mistakes you've made. Sharing personal details that you normally keep private. Feeling difficult emotions such as shame, grief, or fear. Reconnecting with someone you have fallen out with. Being honest about what you need in a relationship, including your boundaries and expectations. The third point is the art of self-expression. Unleashing your authentic self involves finding your voice and expressing it authentically. The art of self-expression is a true way to reveal a message through storytelling, whether it be by verbal expression, emotional expression, or through the creative art expression. Sometimes the message is very clear, and other times it takes a bit more observation for the message to speak to you and to reveal its secrets. I believe that everyone has a Pablo Picasso, J.K. Rowling, Stephen King, or even Lady Gaga in them. Since we are all constantly telling our own stories about ourselves, other people, and the world we live in. Whether we know it or not. This is where the art of expressing what you feel, love, hate, and admire can be useful. Through the creative talents and artistic mediums for which we have the power to craft, mold, and create from our own perspectives. The fourth point is overcoming the fear of judgment. Let's be real. The fear of judgment can be a stumbling block and a significant barrier to authenticity. Athletes may fear judgment if they do not win a race. Students may dread the disappointment of others upon filling an exam. And professionals may worry that a work project will be criticized. Psychologists refer to these feelings as a fear of negating evaluation if any. The first step in overcoming the fear of judgment is to learn more about yourself. Fear is a human emotion designed to protect us from harm. It's a shield, in a way. But when it starts to have a detrimental effect on your performance, you need to take control. Acknowledge that you might have some anxiety and find out where you are on the FNE scale. If you have an average or high score, chances are you have some fear and apprehension about evaluative situation and how others perceive you. I've been working in the corporate world for more than 20 years. I can guarantee that I have experienced the feeling of being judged every day in my life. One secret weapon that I used when I had a big presentation to make in front of a team or a board is offering to present first, which means I feel less anxious for the shortest time possible. Simple there. Another way to overcome the fear of being judged could be to write things down, to cultivate positivity and reduce anxiety. It can help restore self-confidence and feelings of self-worth. By recognizing your own qualities, you may be better placed to alleviate anxieties about what others think of you. If you're confident in yourself, your abilities and your performance, what others think is far less likely to matter. I often tell myself, I got this, I'm strong, I'm fearless. Try it and let us know if it has the impact you expected. And remember, fake it until you make it, my friends. And the last point, point number five, is about not making exceptions. Stop judging. It's easy to go through life making assumptions about others. Humans have a powerful imagination, very powerful, and there are so many ideas and stories that we can imagine. We start imagining what other people are doing, what they're thinking, what they're saying about us, and we dream things up in our imagination. We invent a whole story that's that's only truth for us, but we believe it. One assumption leads to another assumption. We jump to conclusions and we take our story very personally. Then we blame other people and we usually start gossiping to try to justify our assumptions. Of course, by gossiping, a distorted message becomes even more distorted. Making assumptions and then talking, taking them personally is the beginning of the hell in the world. Almost all of our conflicts are based on this, and it's easy to understand why. Assumptions are nothing more than lies that we are telling ourselves. This creates a big drama for nothing because we don't really know if something is true or not. Not taking anything personally gives you immunity in the interaction that you have with other people, and not making assumptions gives you immunity in the interaction that you have with yourself, with your voice of knowledge and what we call thinking. If we don't make assumptions, we can focus our attention on the truth, not on what we think is the truth. Then we see life the way it is, not the way we want to see it. When we don't believe our own assumptions, the power of our belief that we invested in them returns to us. And when we recover all the energy that we invested in making assumptions, or judging people, for for instance, we can use that energy to create a new dream, our personal heaven. So don't make assumptions. And there we are. We are done with the episode of Coaching with V. I hope you find inspiration, wisdom, and actionable takeaways to infuse more authenticity into your life. Remember, authenticity isn't about perfection; it's about embracing your perfectly imperfect self. So, as you go about your day, carry that authenticity with you and watch the magic unfold. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your fellow truth seekers. Your support means the world to us and helps spread the message of authenticity far and wide. Until next time, keep growing, keep shining, keep being who you are and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Coach and Grow with Me podcast. I hope you enjoy our discussion on coaching and developing your inner self. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know your thoughts. If you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, feel free to reach out to me on social media channels. Remember, becoming your best self is a journey, and I'm here to support you every step of the way. So keep growing and evolving, and I'll see you on the next episode.